Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Explore a wide selection of luxury spirits, wine, and champagne at reservebar.com. Elevate your gifting this year with rare and exceptional bourbons, tequilas, scotch, wine, champagne, with personalized engraving, exceptional glassware, and more. From wines to whiskeys, there's a bottle for everyone. For a limited time, save $20 on your order of $150 plus with the code IHEART at ReserveBar.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is uh, Sunday, May 7th, and here we are. We just got to watch two incredible basketball games today. Playoffs have continued to just be amazing. We are live on Amazon Amp Sunday night. We'll be live Wednesday after the games as well. Obviously, if you're listening to this uh, on Amp, we appreciate you. Drop some comments, you know, uh, whatnot. We'll try and get you involved. And if you listen to it Monday on the other platforms, we appreciate you too. So thanks for listening either way. As always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good one. Jethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubba's? I'm Cardi B, a.k.a. Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Motherfucking Mike. Bro, I had a little bubble in my throat when I sounded. I sounded like the fucking WB frog. Motherfucking Mike. That was gross. Sounded like I wanted you. You know, you are handsome, though. You know, I mean, maybe I got caught up in it. Oh, my God. Um, All right. Uh, Let's talk about, let's start with that Suns Nuggets game we just watched. Um, Masterclass. I just retweeted someone who called it spiritual. Like, you, you saw after game three. I think book went what like fifteen to twenty five or something crazy, and we all said like okay, but can they do that again? That's how narrow their path to victory is. That they're going to need performances like that from book and KD. Well, tonight, thirty six points from each of them on eleven and nineteen shooting from KD, fourteen of eighteen shooting from book. I just texted y'all the stat: thirty four of forty three from book in his last two playoff games. This is some unreal shit, Tyler. Are you just like? injecting this shit into your veins at this point (laughs) we are seeing a postseason run for the ages from uh devin booker since the playoffs started and on on fucking that second week in april he's been the best fucking player basketball player on the planet it's just been surreal to watch i want to personally apologize though to to landry (laughs) shamet Because Shamit. I have been, yeah, because I have been talking <laughs> said shit. Shamet. He yeah. apologized and missed. I would apologize to you. Don't yeah. give a fuck about that nigga, dog. Mr. Landry. Mr. Shamedi. Yeah. Grimy, as his friends called him. Um, <laughs> I want to just say, you know, because, bro, he was someone who I called out by name. And, and I didn't have anything against the dude. I was just like, bro, you just got Booker and KD and, and Landry Shamet's going to be the reinforcements off the bench. And that motherfucker was amazing tonight. Like, they don't win this game without that fourth quarter from him. He had three threes uh, straight, back to back to back, had four threes that whole quarter. He caused Jokic to, to cough it up on that jump ball that Phoenix won that pretty much locked the game up. Like, they do not win this motherfucker without Landry. So, you know, I was I have been wrong as fuck about how, how the Suns have been going about this series. Like I said, you know, they Booker and, and KD and, and Landry Shaman ain't, ain't going to fucking do it for you. But right. They did, did you it see, tonight. 
So uh, Landry Shamit, 19 points in 30 minutes tonight. Huge, huge lift for him, as Tyler said. Did you hear the interview with Book after the game when they brought up, you know, like, hey, you have guys who haven't necessarily played the most who are stepping up. And Book, I mean, I respect the alpha dog mentality was like, hey, we playing with me and Kevin, uh, me and KD. Guys are getting open looks. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you're an NBA player. All you got to do is step in a, an open shot and make the shit. <laughs> but, but, like, in response to that question, his response was about KD's gravity, basically, and about, but this is what we've all talked about, man. Like, you can't be in a better situation as a shooter than to have two other scorers that can draw double teams on your team because there's not that many guys on the defense <laughs> if they're trying to double two other dudes. You know what I mean? So, shout out to Landry Shaman for sure. But I think seeing KD and Book press it the way they have these last two games, I think all three of us didn't know if they had that button. And the way they've done this shit the last – I mean, shout out to Monty Williams for sure, but they're playing this shit through the eye of a needle, man. I mean, that as insane as it is to look at this stat line, that shit feels repeatable. And they spoil a 53-11-4 game from Jokic. 20 to 30, Joe Murray 13 to 25 for 28 points. Like the Nuggets didn't play bad. The Suns just found a superhuman level of basketball that they might be able to repeat two more times in this series. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you have to wonder though, like, when is the gas gonna run out on KD like we've seen, you know, in previous s- series? But does it fucking matter if Booker has just leveled up so much? Right, like, like, so what the gas runs out on KD and he only gives you 25, Booker's probably gonna give you fucking 42. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. I, I mean, call it pedestrian. Like, like, they call right. it 36 points pedestrian on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it's what we said from the start of this, of, of the fucking playoffs. We are going to have to evaluate this team on the fly because they played eight games together. We do not know, you know, exactly, you know, you know, some games they, you just see the, the flaws just so loud. And it's like, bro, you know, they're going to get ran out the gym this series. And then you get back to back games like this. And then it's like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck to make out of this team again. Do I, am I supposed to say something? Y'all know yeah. I didn't watch this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm going to say is, I promise I watched game five. All right. <laughs> I was watching Demon Slayer. I'll put the anime away. I'll, I'll save the, 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 the cutting rocks with, with, with swords till after the game next time. Yes. I told you I really wasn't that interested in the series. I didn't really believe in the Suns. I wasn't seeing a lot from KD. You told me KD was actually talking shit this game, like he actually cared. Bro, he, he good dapped games, up Cameron and Mace at, as soon as the yeah, buzzer ended. Like. Yeah, dog, he, he didn't seem like he he was he, it didn't seem like he was really all the way bought in, 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 in even the series prior. You know what I mean? And so, like, yo, I, I tap in. I was I was gonna watch Game Five begrudgingly until you told me that shit. I love a KD talking shit. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and, and playing his best basketball. So. I, I promise I won't leave y'all hanging next time. <laughs> you know, I don't think <laughs> On he Wednesday. was. I don't think he wasn't dialed in. I think the Suns were figuring it out. And we talked about on the last couple episodes how important it clearly is for teams to have figured it out. Well, they got Monty Williams. They got a head coach that that can help them figure things out. You lose Chris Paul, and he makes a coaching adjustment. Okay, we got campaign in there. We're gonna pick up the pace. We're going to get up the court faster. Is campaign Chris Paul? No, but we can use his skills in a complimentary way to these other guys. And it's been refreshing to see a move like that. Um, I do, before we get off this game and talk about uh, maybe a lack of head coaching in another series, um, I, we have to talk about Jesus. the owner. Who's the son's owner? Is it Matt Ishbia? Ishiba? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. This you're right, even if you're wrong, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that. Go ahead. Stood up, you know. The, he's got the basketball on the <laughs> sitting court side. It bounces over to him. He holds it up in the air like he's playing keep away. Jokic is snatching the shit out of his hand and then gives him a little forearm shiver to put him back in his seat. They teed Jokic up, but Chuck just said it on inside the NBA. Like if that's any other fan, they toss that dude out of the building, bro. You can't just play keep away with the basketball with the two-time MVP, you weirdo. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just I'm just annoyed at the flop because this dude grew up in – he is a 45-year-old dude from Michigan. You hear 45-year-old Hoops fan from Michigan, you know this motherfucker grew up on the bad boys, right? This motherfucker grew up on the bad boys and you out here flopping, bro. Come on, man. I do not – they should From not a think- Russian. Right, from a Russian, gotta, the Russian. Gotta nigga. do what you gotta do to win, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. To I'm, grow up I'm, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm fine with with Jokic getting a fine or whatever. It ain't my motherfucking money, but if no suspension, I, we do not need that shit, bro. Please. 
Because the rule, just, set, the rule book says if any like contact with a fan is an automatic suspension, and where, where you know where's where are they going to draw the line there? He, he can't be that, a so. fan if he didn't get suspended for that shit. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, like, that's tossed, crazy. Yeah. That would be the nastiest yeah, got, shit yeah, ever if they that, suspend yeah. Jokic. That would be truly the most agenda-driven, nasty shit of all time. I, I would <laughs> lie about how I'm done with this league if they do that. <laughs> Republican round ball for real, nigga. <laughs> but also, man, like you're the owner. You know, NBA guys like to sit on the court instead of in the suite. I get it. I'd rather sit on the court instead of the suite, too. Don't get into shit with – I mean, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? And I, yeah, you're right, man. He flopped like a motherfucker too. That was the softest shit ever. You, are you trying to get him thrown out, bro? For real? <laughs> yeah, get your, come on, you the only, you the owner of the of the squad, and your ass on the floor. Get your weak ass up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> your dusty ass on the floor, dog. Come on, man. Have some fucking pride. You richer than any motherfucker in that building. <laughs> Damn, acting like a bitch. <laughs> acting like a bitch. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this uh, 1776ers versus Boston Celtics game. Um, I don't really even know where to start, but I will start by saying this. This is, what, this is exactly what I talked about with the Celtics. Y- your head coach's thing cannot be that he does not call timeouts to coach. You're not that Phil Jackson. Be, that's Stop not it. a signature move. Right. And when you end up with Marcus Smart taking a shot at the end of regulation with the, I mean, he's open for sure, but it's a brick. You get, and then you get into overtime, you're down by one point with 11 seconds left and you don't get a shot off. First of all, they walk the ball up the court to take one last shot instead of pushing it and trying to get two possessions. Like you're, you're only down by one. You miss a shot, you foul, they make both free throws. You still have a chance to send it to double overtime without any weird shit happening. I don't understand what the fucking mentality is of just saying my signature coaching thing is I'm not going to do any coaching in the most critical moments of the game. I don't understand how that's acceptable from Joey Mozzarella. That's the craziest shit ever, bro. Um, I, I think I think I've got an unpopular opinion here. I I see the vision. I mean, I think. We oh, have to, my. No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me. Out. I, I think I, think I will. No, no, seriously. I, I think there's some merit. I think there's something advantageous to, you know, um, pushing the ball and, and defense is not being set when, when you need a bucket, you know, as, as, like they'll be set when, when you come out of a timeout. They see how you're lined up. You know, they know how to get situated. I think that there is something advantageous to just attacking a defense when they don't have time to get set. And we got to remember, bro, these, this, this, I, I know fucking Tatum and, and Jalen are only like 25, 26, but this is a veteran Celtic squad. Like for the last seven years, they what had four conference finals runs, a finals run. Like, bro, like these are seasoned vets, regardless of how young they are. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at a coach trusting these guys because we were just a half a second away from that shit working. Right. If, if Marcus Smart got that motherfucker off that much quicker, then, then he's a fucking genius. Right. But you don't need that half a second if your coach drop a play. You know what I'm saying to get I, your, I mean, your, I mean, your guy I, open. Another thing is 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 this is the this is the playoffs, bro. It usually shakes down to your third best guy being the only one who gets a good look because the whole fucking game plan is is anybody but insert franchise player of opponent. Like that's I mean, I, that's I, the, that's how the playoffs work. We we've seen it in the games. Big players make big plays. That's why we talk about it so much. You know what I mean? I don't know what happened to calling a timeout and getting it in your best player's hands. And letting him get a get a shot off. You I mean, know it worked what I mean? for like, Eric Spolstra in a closeout you know, I mean, game. You know what I mean? Me? Like, it, I mean, we it, like, but I, I think I I see Tyler's point. If you have a matchup, but that team's that team for that, that. All, was already back. That the, the team had already got back on defense. It wasn't like they were on a fast break. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was what after what uh, at uh, least May at the three? end of overtime. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah. and, 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 and overtime. You know they had what 12, 15 yeah. seconds, something like that. You know, that, that's a you have enough time to get a really good playoff and get an open shot. If you're a coach, like 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 Mike said, if you're you're this is when they need you to coach the most and you decide, "Hey, I'm going to let you figure it out." And I un, and, and bro, we just saw in the beginning where uh, in, in the in, in the regulation where Marcus Smart was the guy that took the last shot. And I understand like he's the third best guy, you need that, but bro, at the end of the game, you want the ball in your best player's hands, and you want him to get that shot off. And I just don't know why that doesn't happen in, anymore. It's, it's just it's, weird it's, to see like that. Like I said, it's, it's in the playoffs, the defensive strategy is anybody but the best guy on the other team. It's the same reason Jordan Poole shot that bullshit because Steph was doubled. I mean, Jordan Poole shot that with 10 seconds left. That was a bad decision, all right? You know what I mean? And b- before that, we just saw Harden take a big shot. 
But before that, Harden had the ball in his hands there too. Harden, and and, and the Harden didn't take that shot out of, out of a timeout though. No, no. But I'm, I'm saying right before that, we saw Harden take the big shot, right? You know what I mean? We, but, like, we but, but, s- but I think that. But to me, I think that's the point. Is Phil Jackson's nasty ass has talked about this. They prepared for that. They knew what they were looking for and doing at the end of a game if they didn't call a timeout. The Celtics did not look to me like that was the case, Tyler. You know, and that and, and philosophically, <laughs> that's where you're at. You know what you're attacking. I'm with that 100%. Like, you have the right players. Obviously, that shit could be lethal. But when you end up with a last-second kickout to Marcus Smart, I mean, that's Tatum was trying to go to the rim. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't have that drawn up. That wasn't, like, what they were hunting. And it was the same thing that you come down with 11 seconds left. You don't get a shot off. Like, but the if, thing with me is, you, like, why you go have to the rim, squad, too? If you have the squad to do that shit, cool. But if you don't have the squad or you don't have the coaching to do it, you end up with a situation like not getting a shot off when you have 11 seconds down one in overtime. This <laughs> is fucking crazy. But also, man. like, also, like, you know, twice you got a guy who's pressing, trying to get to the cup, bro. Get to a spot and get a shot off, Tatum. You know, at the time he made his move, there was like, what, six seconds left? My nigga, there's no time to try to look and create for others. Get to a spot, get a shot off. That's what you have now at this point. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, to me, I'm, I'm looking like, why is the timeout being, not being called? I thought about that in the, the regulation. Like, dog, yeah. draw a play up and get it to your best player and make, or, and make, or or make a play. You, or as you said, get your best player in the right mindset looking for the right opportunity. Right? But it, but it just, they're well, off well, all the game. He makes, a, he makes a move and there's a bailout if he has that too. But you got to get in there and pull that motherfucking clipboard out and make some, and make some decisions. And he hasn't done that. And, we, and dude, like, I understand maybe at the first half, like in, in, in the regulation, you know what I'm saying? Or if you have numbers or something, I don't time, call the timeout if you have numbers, right? But you saw it in the regulation. You didn't get the shot you necessarily wanted. You know what I mean? So why would you do the exact same thing again? You feel me? Like, Jackson, I don't think you on. want Marcus Smart taking that shot. Hello. Jackson, how many games has your head coach cost you in the playoffs by not calling a timeout when the opposing team was on a run to erase a lead or by the shit today? Uh, probably two already. And the, they've lost... Four. Four. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> like, that, like that, that. Like that is truly nuts, bro. And I like I'm and I'm with what Tyler. I'm totally with what Tyler said. But what they did today was not that. You know what I mean? Like to to have I, the ball in the hand when the buzzer goes off is crazy. The end of overtime was ugly. I think the end of regulation is fine. You're in a tie game. Tatum has the ball in his hands. He makes a move, gets doubled essentially at the elbow, and then kicks out to a wide open Marcus Smart. If you're saying, if you're playing genuine percentages, Marcus Smart butt ass naked for a three is probably a similar percentage shot than Tatum over a double team. Like, honestly. I would hope it was better than Tatum over a double team. <laughs> right. But that, like, that's, I think yeah, yeah. It, no, it's a very, with, it's a very, I'm like, Tyler on that. it's I'm a very LeBron that, in 2011 sure. thing. Like, that's the right play in regulation. Overtime was hideous. You can't be, you can't be taking that much time. I mean, I don't, I agree with Tyler from a philosophy standpoint. Like, I actually think there's nothing wrong with trying to attack a team that hasn't called a timeout, but the way that they did it was really ugly. And I think, I think that it's probably on, Joey Gumball a little bit there, and it's probably a little bit on Tatum. Like, he needs to have a little bit better awareness of the clock. And, like, you don't – he has to be aware that there isn't enough time to let the – walk it up, then make a move, then drive, then kick out and get a shot off. Like, there has to be some extra urgency, whether that's on him, whether that's on Joey Gumball. I don't know. But it was not the prettiest <laughs> – not the prettiest last possession in overtime. I'm, As a coach, I'm dying at, at, the, at the thought of, of Tatum calling a timeout and going back to the bench and Mizzou like, the fuck you do that for? You got good for you, nigga. That's what you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, nah, but I'm thinking like, bro, like if you see your dude walking up the ball, you know what I'm saying? Like taking a sweet time, timeout. Fuck that. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Timeout. Come on. Come over here. Let's that's figure the, this out that's together, the time bro. To do it for sure. You know what I'm like, saying? If you, when you, when he's driving and like there's you may something maybe you don't want to blow a, maybe a miracle play yeah. by Tatum. You're not call, timeout with one second left. That's not valuable, anyways. When he's walking it up and you're like, okay, there's no urgency here. They don't have anything like there's not if there's no urgency and there's no matchup advantage. Then that's what that's where your timeout is valuable. Like it would be valuable theoretically to go against the not set defense if there is urgency or if you have a someone's on a wrong switch, you have a wrong matchup somewhere. Like that's where it makes sense. But when it's like slow, everyone's set, and like you're not really getting into anything, like you could call a timeout with seven seconds left and get plenty of good shots. 
Tatum drove and he was triple team, nigga. That defense was set like a motherfucker. <laughs> he drove into the teeth of that motherfucker. Right, you know and like, and doing that, and again, in the same way that the end of regulation shot was a good shot, getting Tatum to drive and collapse the defense entirely on to kick out to a, a an open shooter, even if Mark and Smart's not like Steph Curry, right. but like an open an open sh- shooter is fine. But right. doing it with two seconds left is is the problem. That's where like the coaching element I think comes in. So. I- how confident are you in your squad at this moment, given this situation? Like, if you're in a close game, you just like you're down by three automatically is what it feels like to me. Like, are you yeah. are you shaking this off or are you nervous? Because I you weren't as worried about this series as most Celtics fans I knew were worried about it before the playoffs started. I I'm not that worried. I think that to get to get to this point where. I, I am worried about the end of games that are close. Yes. And I think that will come into play, frankly, more in a, in the NBA in, playoffs. You think in the NBA finals, close for, ex- for example, but I think in this second series, round, I don't that? know, like it to get to this point, what did it take? It took James Harden to put up another 40 point game. How many times has he done that in the playoffs? Like ever, like twice. And it took Jason Tatum going oh for his first seven. Like he, and he was great in the second half, to be clear. Yeah. Also, he was yeah. excellent in the second half. But like to even get to this point where we were in this dire situation in Philadelphia, you really feel. But you really desperate. feel like Harden going off and Tatum kind of pooping himself is that preposterous of a thing to happen two more times, bro? I mean, he didn't poop himself. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Tatum didn't poop himself. Yeah, Tatum he had made zero shots. Half. He made zero shots in the first half. Not when it mattered, though. You feel what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, he had some big... I mean, so, like, I mean, he didn't... But I will say this. I wonder about Tatum. Like, I feel like... I thought Tatum could be like the like a like the KD. Like I told you, we're talking about this. Like, the type yeah. of star that's guaranteed 30. You know, who we've seen? Brian, KD... Kawhi when he plays, Giannis, who are guaranteed to be look like their best selves in the biggest moments, right? And then there's like Embiid, AD, who are great, 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 great players. You know, MVP quality players when they're, you know, when when they're their best, but they're not guaranteed to be their best. And I wonder what type of, I mean, Tatum's what, 24? He's been in the league, what, six years? You know very what I mean? Fair, very fair. But, but yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm, one, I, I, I'm wondering that now because like, like, bro, as good as good as he was in the second half, like you said, you can't have that first half as Tatum as the best player on that team. And also, and we talked about this too, you know, he's the best player on that team, we think, you know what I'm saying, by a good amount, and he hasn't been the best player in the playoffs. You know what I mean? So it's been Jalen. So I, 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 I question where he's heading. There's times when I've seen him, like last year was the first time when I looked at him like, okay, he's a god. There's days when I look at him, he, he might be the best player in the league. But you can't have, you know, moments like this if you're that type of player. And I'm, and I'm, you know, I, 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 I question that about Tatum. As much as I love him, I'll be a fan forever. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that first half was bad. And that, that quarter, like the end of that game, you're driving into the teeth of the defense late. And that's just not, you, you, you're setting yourself up to, 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 to not get a good shot or not, not get a shot off at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Here, here's what I'll, what I think what I'll say about Tatum is there's been a lot of talk in years for years now about Tatum versus Booker, and I think last year because the Celtics made the finals and Tatum was so good until the finals that it was like okay Tatum is clearly better than Devin Booker, mm-hmm. and I think I still think he is better than Devin Booker even though Devin Booker is having a much 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 better playoffs. But the one thing that Devin Booker does, I feel like that Tatum doesn't do as much as he has this Kyrie KD, like I'm a hooper. I'm going to go ISO pull up, get a bucket anytime I want. Sort of like, dog. I hate to like use the cliches like this, but it feels like he has a little bit more of like that dog ISO oh, balls yeah. mentality <laughs> than Tatum does. Now we talk about <laughs> Yeah. And so like, if, for, just to your point, just exactly what John's point is like, if Devin Booker is in a situation where they're down one with 10 seconds left, he's not driving into the teeth of the defense. He's going cross, 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 sidestep, pull up, pull up tough too. And Off like maybe of his exact spot. Right. And right. maybe that's not a better play. It depends on the defender. No, the it's a better play. But he's getting a shot for himself that's a high quality look because that because he's a tough shot maker. And Tatum could do that. He has the tough shot making yes, qualities that yeah. he's taller. He has as good of a bag as Devin Booker. He has all the all the game. He just sometimes I feel like he's not he's I don't know if it's overthinking it or not organized enough by the coaching staff or what it is, 
but it, it feels like he overcomplicates it sometimes. He's not as decisive in moments where you need to be decisive. In that moment, you got to be like, nigga, six sec four seconds left, whatever, I got to get a shot off. Let me get into my shit and get to my spot, period. That's one thing Kawhi, Brian, Katie, do. you can't keep them off their spot. They're going to get to their fucking spot. What is his spot? Does he know where to go in the end of the game to get that fucking shot or what to do to get a shot off? I don't know yet. You know what I'm saying? He has to figure that shit out, bro. Because what we just saw, we are not going to see. Like you said, Booker's going to get it. Booker's going to get that shot off, bro. You know what I'm saying? At least give him a fucking chance. He's not driving to the teeth of the defense. Triple team. Give it to a Marcus Smart. A half a second late. Nigga, you had more than enough time. You didn't even need that half a second. You feel what I'm saying? So, All right. <clears throat> Jackson's not worried. Sixers fans, Jackson is not worried. He has worried. too healthy of a relationship with basketball. You don't need to ask Jackson questions, bro. If yeah. they lose, he'll be hurt, but he'll be fine tomorrow, nigga. Very true. I'm going to be sick no, for I fucking three that. weeks. Yeah. All right? You know what I mean? I think it's Celtics and six. I think it's Celtics and six. <laughs> okay. I think, they, right, I think so. they win game five by 17-ish points, and they win game six in a close one to prove everyone wrong. Okay. Jason Tatum's gonna come up clutch. He got that dog <laughs> in him. He he's got gonna show he's not that dog. The X-ray's coming out. <laughs> Jason, Tatum, Jason Tatum will prove that he is him in game six. Jackson's prediction. Right. will be more him. <clears throat> hey, um, there's things in the world that are funny, and there's things in the world that are not funny, and then there are also things in the world that are funny, but that are wrapped around things that are not funny. And I would say that things that are not funny include shootings and uh the horrific situation we're in in this country things that are funny would be mark jones over a shot of a recently paralyzed shooting survivor Jesus that james God. harden brought to the game tonight mark jones saying quote after a made three by james harden i believe midway through the second quarter of the game Mark Jones said, that's the best medicine that he could ask for. <laughs> hey, man, listen, I've been in pre-production meetings for TV broadcasts. You know that they're going to have a featurette on this dude being at the game, right? Maybe just riff off a couple one-liners that sounds something a little more like, what a special moment for this young man after everything he's been through. Or I can't imagine how motivating it is for Harden to do this in front of his special guest tonight. But not. That's the best medicine that he could ask for. Come on, dog. That was the craziest shit. That is the worst shit. That is the worst possible shit you could say. The worst medicine. I mean, now we're going to just talk about how shitty our healthcare system is, too, on top of, you know, the, the shooting epidemic we have, too. We're going to drag that into it right now, right? Like, no, that, that's the worst. That's the worst possible shit he could have said right there, dog. Come on, man. He be saying some wild shit, too, though. You know what I'm saying? Stripped him clean. Like, he was going to say, he'll say, he'll say some shit like, it wasn't stripped. They said some other word. It just like, bro, that's nigga. We it doesn't have to be said in that way. But no, that, you that talk, to me, you, when you, I, you talk about that, was was it an AD block when he was like swallowed that one? He said like swallowed him whole or something. That, swallowed him he, whole. he said he said it was <laughs> like, something. I forget. He said something. Something. something niggas will know when they hear it. Some people, somebody might tweet it themselves. But he, you see, how he's saying some other out of pocket shit. But that I'm like, nigga, bro. Come on, bro. I mean, that's the thing you write down that I can't say this. You know what I mean? You remind yourself before the broadcast not to say this dumbass shit. You feel me? Ridiculous, man. Also, I was wondering, I was like, did y'all see the shoes? Did you see the shoes he gave to the to, to my man? No. I'm like, bro, does he have to take them? <laughs> I was thinking the like, whole thing too. For one, I don't want no goddamn funky ass sneakers, dog. I don't care how big a fan I am of someone like dog. Give me that jersey or something. I don't need your goddamn jersey. Sneakers. Give him the yeah. jersey. That's and, a beautiful jersey, nigga. Right. And them, them sneakers was weak as fuck too. Was uh, uh, the hardest still with Adidas? Adidas hooper shoes, nigga. Bro, I remember growing up as a hooper when we were sponsored by Adidas, and I refused to wear them shits. And I wore fucking Nikes. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, nigga. Y'all got your deal, and I got my pride, nigga. I'm not wearing these weak-ass Adidas. You bro, feel me? And this out. nigga signed them. He has a whole Sixers jersey on, bro. Signed the jersey, handed over to him. You know what I mean? You go give him them dry-ass shoes. You <laughs> them, them <laughs> no, nobody want them. 
Them nigga, them shits ain't nut, nigga. Them shits weak, bro. <laughs> God, them, them shits was red and blue, patent leather, like some Buster Arms, Wuha. Nigga, you feel me? Like, Wuha ass shit. Get the motherfuckers the fuck out of here, bro. Golly, yeah, them yeah. shits was weak. He took them off. I'm like, oh, brother. <laughs> Does he have to? <laughs> what if he just said? I'll pass. Can I have a jersey? Thank you for the tickets. I yeah, really yeah, appreciate thank you for the it. tickets. That's enough. That's more than enough. <laughs> Sheesh. But not nah, hard at hell. I mean, Harden. You know, had two stinkers played great. You know what I mean? Up and down shit. But I don't know. I, I, hell of a game. I can't take anything from him, man. He had an answer for everything. The, whoever got a bucket, it didn't matter. Harden came back and had an answer for it. I, 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 I just, I just feel... Well. I just feel like with with that series, I think most of us assume whoever comes out of this is probably going to the finals. Yeah. I, it just feels like this has been just a very unserious show off between these two teams. If the Heat go to the to the conference finals, motherfuckers might be in trouble, dog. Real shit. Low key, low key, low key. Yeah. Did you see uh, when the Knicks won and uh, uh, when um, what's his name was sitting out Jimmy buckets? You feel me? And shaking his head, bro. I knew it was over. Right. I knew. I knew next game was a, was a win. I knew that he was coming, bro. I knew what time it was. And he he's that type of guy that could take a game over like that. You know what I mean? So, well, we it'd be interesting seeing him dueling with either of those teams. I think he can still get some W's for sure, bro. With, I agree. The East looks. The, the East seems unserious right now. Like yes. the Sixers had James Harden, their second best player, go one for like forty in games two and three combined. Right. Right. Jason Tatum went over his first seven in the first half today. Like neither team, despite them probably going to the finals, looks anywhere near competent enough to be a finals team. I think he had two points in the first half, wasn't it? Like he was like one for like Tatum? nine or some shit. Tatum, yeah, yeah, I think I think he had two points. Something nasty like that. But yeah, bro, I bro, I really this is bro, this shit is wide open. The Warriors can fuck around and make it happen again. I think we were talking about the Nuggets, but you know what I'm saying? I think the Nuggets are still like, you know, the most consistent team. You feel me? But bro, I think this, 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 the chip, the chip is wide open. Whoever wants it can go get that motherfucker, man. I think anybody, you know what I'm saying? Other than the Knicks Heat series, I think uh, the other series, anybody can go get it. it. It is more up in the air than I can remember it being midway through the conference semi. Did even last year? Did even last yeah. year? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it was up in the air like a motherfucker last year to me. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. game. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about Lakers-Warriors. Um, AD, it was a good AD game. <laughs> game three. Every Lakers, other game, uh, bro. Al- alternate <laughs> day, as he's being called on the internet. That motherfucker. Jesus. Man. They got so many for this man, G. I don't know what to say, though. Like, this Lakers team, when they're on and they're playing defense the way they play defense in that game, but then they could turn around and they could come out and lose by 30 on Monday. I mean, I, you just don't know what to make of them. Um, I would say game three made me feel a lot more confident. It does appear, as we talked about on the last pod, that they are employing a strategy regarding rest and when to be putting effort out. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. it's also clear that the role players are good enough to win them maybe more than one game in this series, maybe to win them two games. So what did you, what did y'all think of game three and did it change? I I know all three of us are on the same page about how nuts this series is, but did, did game three change your thoughts on the series at all? Um, I wouldn't say it changed my thoughts. It kind of reaffirmed what I saw in game one, which is I think the Lakers have the right blueprint, the right strategy to beat this team. It it all just comes down to like, like I hate to, I'm going to be on some cliche shit. Like do y'all motherfuckers want to beat these dudes? Like that's what it comes down to. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, it's, it, it was the same strategy that we saw with game one where, you know, they were attacking the paint that, you know, the, the uh, locking up on defense. Um, Brad didn't shoot for his first 15 minutes of play time, which was, odd yeah it, it was odd but but at the same time it didn't feel like i don't know i i'm, I'm just at the point where i just do not question what Bron does because his fucking way works as it did this game you know what i mean so but yeah um you know like, like i said coming into the series i think the lakers are going to win it um like i said i think the lakers had the blueprint i think they know how to get the wins so it's just if they're going to want it like it's fucking alternate day gonna you know try to get two back-to-back games where he's on fire we'll fucking see Draymond said it like he's like I don't which like he said I think Steph said it. Um, I'm trying to figure out Bron. I don't. I I think he's hurt. I don't know how he's approaching this shit though. Like you know I've I've never seen a Bron game where he's going that far long without shooting. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's odd. He, he, he turned that motherfucker up when he needed to in the third. You know what I mean? Um, press the gas. You feel me? So he still got it. You know what I mean? But I I I don't. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but I saw whatever they do, if they want to win, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have to win the hard way, which is defense. That's what gets them W's, bro. If their defensive rotations are shit, it's over with. They they don't have the offense to just outdo motherfuckers. They don't have that. You know, so it's not only AD, and AD even in his stinkers has been decent on the defensive end. Yeah. Everybody yes, has to buy true. in, and it feels very Republican to say, got to buy in on the defensive end. This is the type of team that they have. You know what I mean? That's what they need. D'Lo showed a, out again. D'Lo showed out, and I think D'Lo's a very big part of their wins. Yeah. When D'Lo plays good, they almost, it, it, I mean, D, D'Lo playing good almost guarantees them a win more than even Bron playing good. You know what I mean? I, 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 I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet from the homie Josh Eberly. Shouts to the homie Josh, where he said, This isn't Bron's best supporting cast, but it's the cast that has supported him the most. And I think that shit hit the nail Ooh, on the head. Because, art? Yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. He's because he's getting he's getting so much help from guys like D'Lo, Rui, you know, Reeves, For sure. like Rui has been great. Oh yeah, he's been phenomenal. He's been You phenomenal. know what I'm saying? Rui, Rui been is so the second best reliable. Three, he's the second best three point shooter in the playoffs. He's shooting like fifty four percent. In the when he lets that motherfucker go, I'll be like, at first I was like, you count know, it. count it. Now I'm like, give it, hey, get, get back, back on, on defense, defense. boys. You <laughs> feel me? Facts, facts. Love to see that. Love to see that. I, I, I have a theory on Braun. Um, I think it's very clear that he understands this is a real opportunity for a championship this postseason. And I think that what we're seeing from him is a guy who knows he's playing hurt and is planning on playing another month plus a basketball. I mean, that's just what I think we're seeing. And so I get it from his perspective. It's like, he probably doesn't have 38 high effort minutes a, a, a game On that for foot. another month. Yeah, and so yeah. from his perspective, it's probably a smart call to go. If this team can get us into a spot where I can help close it or help shut it down. Like he did in game three, 
then we're good enough to win the finals. And if they're not good enough to do that in the conference semifinals, then we're not going to win a championship anyway. I mean, that's kind of what I think I'm seeing. He's very measured, very measured. And that makes a bunch of sense. I agree completely. <clears throat> All right. Game four on Monday. We'll see if it's alternating days or if we get two. Or maybe AD <laughs> saving two in a row for game six and seven of the finals. I have no idea. <laughs> Didn't they say the person that wins two in a row generally wins the series like, what, 90% of the time or something? Yeah, so, yeah. Let's see if we can figure this shit out, boys. Come on. It would, it would be nice. Um, it other would be games, ideal. <laughs> it would be ideal. It would be wonderful. Um, Heat Knicks series uh, Monday night. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think Jimmy Butler coming back and, it, you know, they, they're just going to put the foot down? Or do we do we get – I mean, here's what I say. All four series were at 2-1, and then today – both of them go to two and two with the home team, uh, you know, taking care of business to get out of the hole. Tomorrow, we'll see what happens because it's the other thing now, right? In terms of the the who's hosting. So, what what do y'all think happens in that Heat Knicks game on Monday? Um, you know, I I think the Heat have been just playing phenomenal. They've been playing over their heads probably a bit. Um, I don't see the Knicks going down one three. I think the Knicks probably you know squeak squeak that one out and win that one. So, I see you know. I just think Brunson, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? He got too much dog in him. He ain't going to let that happen twice in a row. You feel me? So I don't see him going down 3-1 three, one, three, one either. But, um, I mean, with the heat, man, I, I just – I don't know. They're so good. And then, you know, Jimmy just takes so over games. He'll just take over a fucking – he'll grab the reins, snatch it from whoever thinks they're running shit, and do what the fuck he feels. So we'll see. But I, I, I see the Knicks winning the, the next game. The uh, the money and the brains are uh, misaligned on this. The ESPN Analytics has got it as a 64% Knicks win, and Vegas has it as uh, Heat minus four. So we'll see. We'll see who's right, the money guys or the or the uh, analytics guys. Um, last basket. Nerd off. <laughs> last, uh, last, last basketball topic. Um, uh, before we get out of here, uh, the Bucks fire coach Bud. We talked about it on this podcast. Uh, you know uh, about thinking that that was necessary. First of all, um, had a couple people tweet after the last show. I was unaware of the situation with his brother and his family stuff. So obviously, you know we're human beings first. Super horrible that he's going through that. That's the shitty thing about sports. Like. They're not going to be able to give you that month to, you know, grieve and deal with the shit you have going on in your life. What but happened? I'm not, I'm not, his brother passed away like during the playoffs. Oh, and so, like, you know, so yeah, anyway, so someone pointed out, it was like, for sure, like, hey, you know, I mean, I was still talk about the job he did coaching or whatever, but for sure, yeah. that's a, you know, separate from basketball and more important than basketball. But that being said, like, I, I was surprised him, even as someone who said I thought they should do this, I was surprised that they did it. And I wonder if this is a signal that Giannis, who just cut his hair, by the way, to signal that he's very serious. I wonder like if this too. is congratulations, to you, <laughs> handsome man. I wonder if this handsome. is a this is a signal that he's moving into a part of his career where he's going to flex his muscle a little bit more in terms of understanding how much these team decisions affect his own personal legacy and all that other stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because. You know something that's jumped out to us in that in that uh, post game conference he had, you know about the about success and all that was he seemed to catch himself before he even criticized Bud too, right? Like that was something yes. that yeah, it seemed like he had some shit on his chest he wanted to say about Bud that he did not. And, you know, hats off to that man for showing restraint in that moment. Um, but I, I mean, it was it, it was time for Bud to go, man. You know, like we discussed, these these championship windows are only open for so long, bro. You got to maximize that shit. And Bud just wasn't the right guy for the job. Um, I think Nick Nurse is probably going to be the leading candidate here. Um, I think something that that they're going to have to seriously consider with this dude is, you know, it was some real bad blood when he left Toronto. Like there are there are asshole allegations around Nick Nurse. You know, that's something that that, <laughs> that they're going to have to investigate. Like, did he just not like the, the motherfuckers he was working with, or is he a dickhead in general? Right. Like, that's going to be something they're going to have to figure out in the interview process there. But I think for sure Nick Nurse is probably the leading candidate here. I interviewed Nick Nurse. He seemed cool as fuck. But um, I mean, it was just time for him to go, bro. Like, you can't deny that, man. You know what I mean? And I know he's a championship winning coach, like, you know, Dane was saying. But at I mean, a place, I think. At a place that hadn't won a championship in 50 years or whatever. Yeah, but I think, you know, Giannis won that in spite of Bud. You know what I'm saying? With all due respect. You know what I'm saying? That was Giannis's shit. He yeah. went and got that motherfucker. You feel what, what I'm saying? What, the way he what, played. What did y'all think? There was something that was almost like a little bit sad about. 
Dame's comment, I thought. You know, that he For did, me, it he was, was like, we talked about this. It kind of felt like, um, I was like, Dame seems like he takes things personal that shouldn't be personal. You know what I mean? Where he's like, y'all getting rid of championship coaches? As if, like, he won a chip at one time, you just buy into that. You know what I mean? Like, he's a championship coach. Like, he's, we're looking at him now based on what he's doing now and what he's done in the, overall as a whole. And it's not good enough to keep trusting him with Giannis. You know what I mean? And so, for me, it was just like, sometimes I feel like he, it was interesting. Like, it just seems like he takes all of this so personal. I know he understands it's a business. You know what I mean? But he takes it personal in a way that I don't think benefits him building a legacy or making the best decisions for himself as a basketball player. You know what I mean? And I mean, hey, if he, he, I mean, he's making a ton of money. Great fucking player. You know what I'm saying? I'll remember him forever. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I mean, I, I, those I, decisions haven't allowed him really to, you know, stamp himself as a god in the way he could be. You know what I mean? I think he's also saying that through the lens of a player with, 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 you know, who's up on that tier of the most job security of anyone in the fucking league. Portland is, that man is going to retire a blazer if he wants to. Portland is never going to trade that man. You know, he know, he knows that Portland is going to be loyal to him. You know, he's earned that. So I think that also kind of influences, um, his perspective on these things. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, he doesn't seem to, you, to, I mean, none of us were surprised when this happened, right? I mean, you you, you could say, you know, it was, you know, two seasons ago he won a championship. You know, it's a cold game. But, yeah, it's a cold game, but that's how the shit go. None of us were surprised when this shit happened. We knew the, we knew the second that final buzzer went off that that was the last game that Butter coached for these days. That's what we felt. And we and, and, and we and I didn't know if he was going to get let go, um, but I felt like I didn't trust him with Giannis and, you know, and that the, the squad they have to rectify whatever things needed to be rectified. In order for them to make sure that doesn't happen again next year, um, and I mean, we're you know, and, and I know he understands that. You feel me? But he's just, I mean, he's loyal, and that's and that's uh, that's very admirable. Dame is extremely yeah. loyal, very admirable. But I mean, in the, in a in, a, in, 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 in he's playing a different game than other people are playing, and I think that doesn't serve him well. Um, and I think his response kind of showed that to me in ways that. You know his his decisions haven't. You know what I mean. So yeah, I, I agree that he should have been fired. But I was just thinking about this, and I was curious, so I looked it up. I don't know if there's ever been. Maybe maybe there has has been ever, but at least in the last, at least in the 21st century, there has not been a team that won multiple finals with different coaches. Like in a in a short span, the Heat did it with Pat Riley, and then years later with Eric Spolstra, like 10 years later. But in like a, an era of a team. <clears throat> No team has won multiple championships with different coaches in that in those championships. That's Ooh. interesting. That's some produ- that's some production right there, my guy. Yeah, that's some, that's some good job. That's great. Bro. Yeah, look I at guess Jackson. Not the step kids like we thought we were, huh? That's right. Oh, Jackson <laughs> giving fucking, us the, the Jackson. Jackson took the trash out without being asked tonight. God right, right, right. I, uh, I save the gems for this podcast. You know, Draymond <laughs> Dream gets the scraps. I save the gems for this guy. <laughs> Uh, all right, before we get out of here, uh, John, are you comfortable sharing uh, Somi's commentary on the game today? <laughs> all right, man. I, dude, like, honestly, it's me. You know, I don't really care about cursing as much. Yeah. You feel me? Like, it's not that big of a deal, you know, to me. <laughs> I, I just, for whatever reason, I, I felt some type of way. I laughed. But I was like, it made me, I think this would, it made me realize, and I've been realizing this a lot more. This well, what you, what you say you got to say? Let, one second, one second. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you. All right. This made me realize, and I've been realizing this, but it, I kind of stamped it, is that this, I'm realizing she's my child. Like, she does a lot of things that this is my fucking kid. Like, I was playing some rap music, you know what I'm saying? Some trappy shit. She ran out the back room. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, running in the mud. And then Rather's like, I'm trying to get her ready. And she's like, then she... Grabbed her, brought her back. Then she came back. Her, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Dance with me." I'm like, "Damn, this is really my kid." I, I had to take her back there with the music to change her diaper because she was like, "I'm trying to get busy." Anyway, so <laughs> Somi said, "Fuck nigga today, bro." We was uh, <laughs> we we was I was watching basketball, yelling at the screen, and Somi called, "Fuck nigga." Uh, hold on, hold on. I, I, I need to know: Did you say "fuck nigga"? Was she was she mimicking you? Or was this something she pulled from the memory bank? No, no, I, I, I said it. I said, oh, okay. I think I said, fuck. Who are you and talking about? And then she about? said, 
uh, it was I was watching the the Celtics game, so I, so I could have been talking about a bevy of humans, and I don't know what, to, <laughs> but um, but um, I could be talking about a fam, you know what I mean? But um, no, nah, other than Jackson, of course. But um, yeah, I just I, uh, yeah, I said it, but I she's I mean she said other curse words like shit, damn. But that would just hit me like, bro, this is my child, and I'm really responsible for her. You know what I mean? And I laughed, but rather was like. So mean. <laughs> but and I was like, but also I get it. That's a that's a that's a capital curse word, dog. That's a professional curse word she just used at a young age, bro. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta use fuck nigga it you know carefully. You gotta, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, them them <laughs> shooting words. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be very decisive when you're using that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I said fuck. I forget exactly what I said, but yeah, she she went and got that issue off. And I, I said, sexually, I said, Somi just said fuck, nigga. SMH. We weren't SMHing. We were <laughs> I was, I was, you know, I was chuckling while saying that. You know of what course, I'm saying? Of but it just, it just, dude, like I said, this is the age where they really show you that they are your kid. You know what I'm saying? And she, I'm seeing a lot of shit where like, damn, this is, and rather be like, this is your child for sure. Like, I, 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 I like, <laughs> we just, we are very crazy people together. And, um, yeah, man, I gotta. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a Nicholas baby for sure. That's a Nicholas baby for sure. baby, man. <laughs> I'll be on FaceTime and people be like, woo, y'all crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, my, my sister, uh, Courtney, I was talking to the phone. She was like, y'all finna be so loud in that motherfucker. Because we was just, I, I had something to myself this past, uh, I think most of this weekend. And uh, I was on FaceTime and she was, we were just yelling at each other, being goofy and shit. And my sister was looking at it like, it's crazy. I'm like, this is a normal evening with me and Somi alone. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, damn, are we, am, I, am I raising a a scoundrel <laughs> a rap scallion nigga like you know what i'm saying anyway all right it. man i love it all right that's all the time we got we'll be back on wednesday night after game five of lakers dubs and heat Knicks. cannot wait to talk to y'all then and then we'll have our silly billy episode on saturday if you don't want to hear any more about sports catch y'all <laughs> one of those days bye bye, bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.